0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: Girls Radio, and it's me, Sandra London. You're about to listen to my hot audio erotica. This story is an erotic short called "The Sweetest Death." Enjoy. Boing. The clutch, the thrust, your cock, my butt. Ooh, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Ooh, gimme, gimme, gimme. Your lust. The throttle, the glide, you want to slip and slide. Ooh, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And side. Real high. So Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sunday, August 11th, 2013, and you're now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your hostess, Sandra London of com, broadcasting to you live from the sunny beaches of Southern California in connection with Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, digital podcasts, and Naked Girls Radio. The two songs you heard at the top of the hour were Samambaya by Pipo Pegorado and um, Huxley's Nightmare by King Felix and uh, my short-form erotica, The Sweetest Death. Um, happy birthday out there to Elizabeth Starr. Hope you're having an excellent birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Um, and I will play a song for everyone out there and I'll be right back with you. <laughs> Here you are. I'll play... Mm. <laughs> the list is r- directly in front of me, yet I'm still trying to think of... Hey! What the best song <laughs> to play. Okay, I will play uh, Uniform Like You by Kemaro in just a second. <laughs> the call-in number is 858 815 three Three, three, once again, 858-815-2333. Eight, 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 three, three, three. Here you are, A uh, thumb Like You by Camaro.
0: Yes. Come on. baby freeze baby
1: That was um, I'm From That by Mr. Frizzo featuring DJ Hayes, um, courtesy of Naked Girls Radio. And that was actually like the, like, what do you call it, release, the first time ever (laughs) on Playtime Radio. So I hope you all enjoyed that out there. Um, I've had it in my studio for a while, and I've been meaning to play it. I have it like four times saved. I don't know what has happened, y'all, but yes, that was like a premiere, and it was an awesome song. I'm from that, Mr. Frizzo, Um, and let's see. I'm going to play one of my erotic shorts uh, called Dear Irene, Fuck You, Blow Me. Um, It was dedicated to Hurricane Irene, and um, I was looking at the news and all these things and saw how, like, Tennessee was, like, all flooded and a flutter, and all these things, so I feel like playing that right now. <laughs> um, so I hope you all enjoy it, and see the personification of Naughty Naughty Weather. Here you are. Dear Irene, fuck you, blow me. This is Sandra London TV. You're watching a Sandra London original parody, Dear Irene, fuck you, blow me, a love story. Hey Sandra, baby girl, thank you for giving a brown an opportunity to say what's up to my little shorty, Irene. She be tripping sometimes. Mhm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me stop. Hey Irene, boo. Let me holla at you. By the time you read this letter right here, I'ma have your ass on lock. <laughs> Who you think you is, Miss Fang? Your covered and been blown. I was watching the news last night after you just done took off from eating thin the other day. They showed you bearing your ass across nine different states. What? Mm. Mm-hmm. I seen you. And big flashing letters on one of them damn channels. Yes, Irene lashes out all across New England. You got put on blast. Now, just how you just gonna get up and jump out of my establishment anytime you get good and ready to? And then toys is property of Eden, not you. You heard? Eden. That don't spell Irene. Your name and none of them whips and chains you out there flinging around, swinging at people like you ain't got no home training. You done lost your mind. Your house beat is past due. You heard me? And what do you do? You hightail it out all the way to the other coast, messing with my demographic. Oh, you fancy, huh? I'm keeping tabs, Mama, and you'll be working your high-falutin tail off as soon as I Google Earth your current location. Say I won't. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Racking up all these bills. Living the life of Lucy Goosey, you still ain't no porcelain. We both noticed. Apologize. You know you ain't right. I seen you twirl around and rain on everybody's parade. Just wait. You got yourself a lot of explaining to do. And quit crying all day long. We ain't got time for your tears. We want you to sit your ass down, dry off, go get you some Claritin, and leave folks alone. When we done handling this situation, we putting you right back on Greyhound from whence you came, baby girl. Now go get you some rest and call me tomorrow after you figure out what the hell is wrong with you. Yo Gangsta Truly, One Love, Sir Master P-I-N-P, Duke, Doggy Dog. reading, promise, promise. Um, I will do a live reading of um, a post that I published on to com on Monday, July eleventh, two 2011, called Does Your Secretary Take Dictation?
0: <laughs>
1: so I will read that for you live and direct here on Playtime with Sandra Radio after one more song. So, um, yeah. Here you are. I will play huh? Something in one second. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Okay, I just actually uploaded one that was awesome. Uh, where is it? <laughs> Give me two seconds. Oh, yeah, 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 Um. Okay. What is it? Eh, I can sing, but you probably won't enjoy that. <laughs> so I I will refrain from that at the moment. Um, I la 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 la. I don't see it in two seconds, and i got to play it afterwards. Perhaps I'll do that. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and play, for now, I'll play um, I Need Your Love by DJ Cloud9. And then after that, I will do my um, live reading, and then I will play the song I've been looking for. <laughs> Here you are. Enjoy. your love by dj cloud nine Alrighty, righty so i'll do the live reading now for you uh this was published on monday july 11 2011 um and it is entitled does your secretary take dictation okay <laughs> here we go this was my response to the question did seeing strippers on tv and in movies as a teenager make you want to be a stripper when you grew up For the most part, as a teenager, I never thought of stripping as particularly glamorous or appealing simply because it never crossed my mind. This, despite the countless amount of movies I'd seen featuring bachelor party scenes and watching the random stripper interview on Howard Stern. It wasn't until I watched, of all movies, The Players Club (laughs) as I was nearing high school graduation that, as mediocre as it was as a film, it made me stop for a second and go, well, wow, she put up with quite a lot of B.S., but in the end, she made the money she earned work for her to be able to do what she really wanted to do, which was broadcast journalism. So I suppose in that vein, that is when I began to consider dancing in a different and more specific context. I did, however, always have a fascination with A, playing dress-up, B, getting made up for pageants, beauty contests, Miss, Intercity here girl, uh, botillion-attending, See modeling, acting, and dancing classes, and I never tired of modeling all my clothes up and down the stairs in my house, and watching myself in the mirrors, which spawned every, or sorry, spawned, (laughs) which spanned every wall of the downstairs foyer, and always trying to act, quote unquote, glamorous from the age of six or seven years old onwards. Beauty pageant alum, here we go. (laughs) One thing I remember, which always makes me laugh is when I was very young and watching a movie with my parents one night. A fully glamorous woman was gliding seductively down some grand boulevard, probably somewhere in New York. She had a full-length black mink coat, diamonds, rubies, long flowing hair, and was absolutely beautiful to me. I looked at my parents and said, with all the naivete and earnestness of youth, I want to look like her when I grow up. And my mom looked at me and laughed. I looked back confused, and my mom paused for a moment and then frowned, muttering, She's a call girl. I furrowed my brow curiously and asked, A secretary? What's wrong with that? My parents roared with laughter and changed the subject. <laughs> so, for my query, does your secretary take dictation? And does she take it like this? The end. <laughs> that was, yeah, July 11th, 2011, on to Live and Grind in LA. Dot com. Here you are. Here's your next song. I'm bad <laughs> by the Las Vegas. Here you are. las vegas with the song i'm bad okay i believe i found the song that i just uploaded like shortly before this here show so enjoy please check it out um i believe the title is called requiem for a fish i could be wrong that could be the band (laughs) i will let you know when i know but please enjoy this next song here you are like that song. It's just very I don't know, it makes me happy for unknown reasons. It's just very jovial, jubilant, awesome. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, I hope y'all enjoyed that out there. Uh, I think I'll do one more reading real quick. Um and we'll see how it goes. Uh yes, I'll do one more reading. Um this was published Tuesday, July 26, two thousand eleven on to com, And this was about my trip to um, uh, Toronto For the Toronto Film Festival Back in 2007 So this was a while ago um, Because the original trip And the original publishing So behind that so Like arrière plan Go backwards Was August 16th, 2007 So yeah Alrighty <laughs> So it's called I didn't fall for you You tripped me um, oh, Niagara, but or Niagara is Falling. Notes. Today, the first news headline I saw when I logged online was about the impending Toronto Film Festival. It instantly inspired me to insert yet another Sandra London flashback, this time about my own visit to the almighty T.O. I hope you all enjoy my trip down at memory lane. Saturday, August 11, 2007, Was, oh my goodness, that's like today, but like not today. Isn't this funny? Hold on. I did not realize that when I chose to read this. Hold on. That's funny. Um, Except 2013, and it's a Sunday. Who knew? Alrighty,
2: yeah.
1: Saturday, uh, August 11th, 2007, was the last sign up deadline for orientation for the Toronto International Film Festival. I arrived at Pearson Airport, Mississauga, Canada, outside of Toronto at 6 a.m. Friday morning after my U.S. Air America West flight went horribly awry. Luckily, I was able to confirm a booking on a direct Air Canada flight at 10 p.m. Friday night. What a nightmare it was to arrive at LAX, and this was prior to that infamous international flight delay meltdown, which stranded more than 17,000 passengers, mind you, by like a day or two. I was the first in pure Aries fashion What started out as a 9.30 a.m. flight arriving in T.O. by 7 p.m. turned into an 11-hour delay. But I digress. I stumbled around, bleary-eyed through the terminal, looking for the Pacific bus to take me downtown to my summer residence, Neil Weichick. Mistakenly, I go up a floor, and as I'm about to ask a guy and a girl if this was the designated bus stop pickup zone, I nearly flipped over the sidewalk as my flip-flops flopped upside down. And nearly splayed me on the pavement. Ah, classy. Thinly hiding their amusement, they informed me I needed to go back downstairs. So I asked the transport desk where to go, parked myself at Terminal 3, and along comes a friendly New Zealander. I'm such a pro at accents, he was amazed that I could pinpoint the land from which he was spawned at Hello. The bus arrived about five or so minutes late, and off we headed. The Neil Weichick Summer Residence is normally a dormitory for college students. However, this was August, so they were en vacances for the most part. My room on their 17th floor was small and sparsely furnished with no air conditioning, but it had its charm. I had a pretty clear view of downtown Toronto, and all the plugs were compatible with US compatible plugs. What more can one need? The top floor had a balcony, which provided a nearly unobstructed view of the sprawling metropolis, and despite the no smoking, no alcohol signs, well, this was a college dorm. My first day was a bit of a blur. After checking in, I cashed in on the breakfast, included in the price, and drifted to sleep in my barracks. I woke up about 6 p.m. or so and decided to go out in search of foodstuffs. Young Street is the major city strip, and there were plenty of restaurants, pizza shops, adult stores, and malls to feel just like home. But a cleaner, safer, friendlier, more boring home, or so I thought initially, I kept trying to figure it out. What's missing here? Where are all the puppies? <sighs> were they bored to sleep? However, I would learn over the course of my long weekend that T.O. is, in fact, a very interesting city with plenty going on. It just takes more than a minute to uncover. I mean, it's not like New York where joy is spit right in your face. No, you've got to coax it out, coddle it a bit, and then it comes to you as such. The end. Happy viewing, Sandra London. <laughs>
2: I'm a scary cargo on a tower that you made with plastic power. Your rhinestone eyes are like factories far away, where the paralytic dreams that we all seem to keep drive on engines till they weep with future pixels. In factories far away. All the mainland from the beach Your pod is now washed up in bleach The waves are rising for this time of year And nobody knows what to do with the heat Under sunshine pylons will meet while Rain is falling like grindstones from the sky Day, same routine, a clear target in summer, and skies are blue. It's part of the noise when winter comes, it reverberates in my lungs. Nature's corrupted, in far away.